Hey guys, and welcome back to the Big Girl Things podcast with Tamika and Laura. Today's topic is why everyone is talking about the 75 hard program. If you're on social media, it's likely that you've come across a friend or an influencer embarking on a new challenge or program such as 75 hard. With lockdowns becoming the new norm, it isn't uncommon that people are wanting to set themselves a new challenge and get out of their comfort zone. But how do you know what challenge is for you and what things you need to consider before taking the leap? In today's podcast, we're going to be discussing the cognitive processing that leads us to completing a challenge and draw specifically on what led our very own co-host, Laura, in completing 75 Hard. We're going to be reflecting on Laura's journey, who at the time of recording this episode is only days away from completing her very own 75 Hard program. Before diving deep, we just need to make a disclaimer that we are absolutely not promoting this or any challenge. We would like to extend this and advise anyone who is making or thinking about taking on a particular challenge that involves making a drastic change to your diet and exercise to please seek professional advice prior to commencing, especially if you have experienced any issues around disordered eating or overtraining. So firstly, Laura, I want to personally congratulate you on making it this far with only days away from completing 75 hard. What an achievement. How are you feeling? I am so excited. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I bet. What a journey, hey? I know, I can't wait. Oh, that's crazy. So um, I guess there are many reasons why we decide to make a change in our lives. So can you take us back, Laura, and tell us what made you decide to do a challenge and why 75 hard? This um, this one I had a good heart think about it because I know in the, in the beginning I was a bit hesitant to write it down because I write everything down and I tend to lose everything. I try to journal, I try to diary and I try to do all of these things but I was like, this one's different. So mm-hmm. there's something in me told me to sit down and write up my feelings um, at day zero. Um, so if you don't mind would would i be able to read that out to you absolutely would love to love to hear that all right so this is laura day zero of 75 heart i felt like i had so much potential but my belief and ability lacked so far behind i struggled with the simple decisions of should i wake up or sleep in should i treat myself or follow my plan should i stay up or sleep early these indecisions or poor decisions made up most of my week I found it extremely difficult to make the right decisions to become who I ultimately wanted to be. I understood that with success came sacrifice. But why was it so difficult? It all seemed like a million miles away. I had grown to find joy in having fun and pleasure. And I always took myself too seriously and was a serial due to all too much at once personality type. It took me listening to numerous podcasts about the program and having couple of friends from the gym give it a go to get familiar with the idea and although I still tried to justify the reasons why I didn't need to push myself that hard to get the results eventually I was desperate enough to prove something of myself I held my breath and decided to give it a go the very next day I was ready for the most brutal and excruciating endurance of discomfort for the next 75 days but there's never been a thought that I would quit halfway I told myself that if I start this, I would die trying to complete it. That um, did you write? Did you journal about that before you started, or is that like throughout? Like, I think this was day day one. I was reflecting yeah. of why I wanted to start it, mm-hmm. um, and I remember me writing 
that at the time, like I feel like a completely different person now. There was just so mm. much doubt in my ability to complete anything. You know, that urge I felt like I was on the verge of being able to do something with myself. I had all this knowledge. I had, I had the best position in life to succeed. I had everything. I had mm. my house, a great job, everything. But why couldn't I do anything? I couldn't. I was scared of food. You know, it definitely con- uh, controlled me. I felt really reliant on my friends on drinking and partying kind of stuff and I was like why can't I just succeed like other people do you know why can't I just buckle my head down and do what I need to do to succeed mm-hmm. um and I think it's I think it's just the same thing with every other situation in life it's it's not until you hit rock bottom mm. that you figure out what you actually need to do mm-hmm. and at that point it's like I'd rather be anywhere but here I'd, I'll do it so that was the um, that was the motivation that got me started. Wow, really. that's huge. Thanks so much. And I guess probably a lot of listeners um, have heard of 75 Hard, but mm. for those that haven't, we're probably dying to hear what, what 75 Hard is. Can, mm. So can you tell us a little bit about that and what the, the program slash challenge entails? Oh, um, so this challenge, um, would say program, because mm-hmm. if you um, if you guys know Andy Frisella, he's the guy who created this program, and he calls it a program, <laughs> mm-hmm. because a challenge is something that you do quickly and simply, and whether you fail or you succeed, doesn't really make a difference yeah, in that's your life. True. Mm-hmm. So he calls it a program, um, and there's five critical tasks that you have to do. Um, let me read it out to you guys. So first of all, let me just open it up. First of all, you've got to do two 45-minute workouts in a day. Um, and one workout must be outdoors and they have to be at least three hours apart. Mm-hmm. This one's meant to be inconvenient. Mm-hmm. And next one is to follow a diet, whatever it is that you are, your goals are, whether it is to gain some muscle, lose weight, whatever it is, eat f- for that goal, eat healthy and eat clean. Third one is no alcohol or cheat meals. So there's no weekends. There's no Fridays, no cheat meal, not even a single one. So you have to stick to your plan. And you've got to drink a gallon of water each day, read 10 pages of a non-fiction book, and audiobooks do not count. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they definitely do not count. You have to sit down and read 10 pages. And the last one is you have to take a progress picture every day. So all of these five tasks, the, the catch to it is that you got to do it for 75 days straight. Mm-hmm. And if you fail to do any single one, complete them in 24 hours of each day, you have to start over at day one. Wow. Mm. Were there um, were there any tasks you found, you know, a lot easier to complete than the others? I thought that the... I actually thought the workouts weren't too bad. Yeah. Because I used to have this obsessive, you know, like tendency to work out too much. I mean, you know, like um, if you guys have listened to the previous podcast um, about, I think, body image, I was mm. sharing that... I used to follow this diet for a real long time, which was called the eat close to nothing and exercise as much as you can diet <laughs> program. So um, I was kind of, I'm kind of used to that. So that wasn't something I was too worried about. I was actually really worried about the diet because mm-hmm. I don't you know, reflecting now, I don't think I've ever gone more than six days without having a, a break in my stride. Yeah, right. What diet did you choose? Like what, what were you following? Uh, my intention for this year was to gr- uh, gain a kilo of muscle. Mm-hmm. So I had to, and I was also quite, um, I was aware of the fact that I had to do two workouts each day, every day. So I really want to eat enough to be able to Absolutely. recover. Absolutely. Um, I think the, the intention wasn't to grind myself into dust, mm-hmm. but it was to 
learn how to persevere and perform. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ate at I ate at maintenance for a long time, and then I increased my calories slightly. But this was all um, clean food. Um, yeah, from from one of the things that I wrote up for myself was no snacks. Mm-hmm. So I just had to stick to my meals, mm-hmm. and that was it. And when I increased my calories, it was just adding more of what was already in my meal. Okay, what type mm-hmm. of things did you eat? Um, I mean, so I've only I've had <laughs> two. <laughs> I can break it all down into two days. So for the first, like eighty percent of the challenge, I ate exactly the same thing for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh wow! Um, as as in like breakfast, I have my eggs and my bread. Um, lunch, I'll have my uh sandwiches with my meat, and mm-hmm. for dinner, I'll have my i think uh a cashew stir fry with chicken and rice yeah yeah yeah. vegetables yeah and the second half was just a slight variation of that burrito bowl for dinner pretty much it so yeah and that's good they sound they still sound like you know really yummy foods you know what i mean it's not something that you know you're depriving yourself of you're still getting your nutrients in there so that's i love that and i think the listeners that will be reassuring for the listeners to hear as well that you're not having to eat you know 1200 calories and you know restrict yourself it's the, the diet that you choose is in your control. And when we think about a diet, I think sometimes people are quick to think um, restrictions, but really a diet is the way that you eat. 100%. If you're yeah. going into something like this for the first time, definitely consult, like ask someone who has knowledge, ask a personal trainer, get a dietitian to give you a, a plan to follow. At least you know that you are not damaging your body. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. What what um task did you find the hardest or the most challenging? I guess the diet really. Mm. The diet that was the hardest. That was the hardest. There yeah. were a lot of mornings, a lot of weekends that you know. This is usually when I take a break. This is usually when I have you know when I'm about to break down pre period. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> what am I gonna do with myself? Yeah, and there'd be those triggering moments, wouldn't they, Laura? Like you know before we get our period or you know weekends we associate with oh you know socializing and oh you know going out for dinner or breakfast. I think lockdowns probably helped in, in a sense um, from not wanting to do that, but I could imagine that that would have been challenging. Oh, it's really really challenging. Yeah. Is there anyone, you know, drawing on that, is there anyone that you wouldn't personally recommend this particular program for? Saying this now, I might, I might sound like an ass, mm. but you'll understand why I say this by the time we get to the end of the podcast. But this program, it might sound quite extreme. And however, this is not for people who are not, ready to make change in their life Mm. if you're happy with exactly where you are in life you think that i'm doing actually pretty good this program is not for you Mm. at all Mm. like it is as tough it is as it is to to hear and accept sometimes the only times that we are actually ready for change is when we've hit rock bottom Mm. sometimes it takes hitting rock bottom to realize that i'm actually in a lot of shit i need some help you know God, help me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'll do anything. Just mm-hmm. give me whatever it is, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was where I was. That's why previously when I first heard about it, I was like, that's just insane. Why would you put yourself through so much pressure and expectations? You know, we don't need that. What about rest days? You know, I gave myself every excuse in the world to not do it. It only took me until I hit rock bottom. And I was like, and I heard that podcast one more time. And I talked to um, the guys at the gym about it. It hit me and I was like, if this is going to make me mentally tougher and stronger, 
I want that and mm-hmm. I'll do whatever it takes. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Because that's what Andy speaks about, isn't it? It's, all, it's the program space around, you know, um, strengthening your mentality, you know. Like it's, yes, there's a... Um, you know, there's a, a benefit of a lot of people do lose weight from it, but that's not what it's about. It's about, you know, making you more mentally tough. Mm. Um, but I think about, um, you know, someone that might be maybe say this is what was their mindset beforehand and, you know, they might be probably over-exercising or, or under-eating, like probably red flags, would you say, like for doing something like this? Um, I'd say yes and no in everything in life. Just be smart about it. If you know you've got certain tendencies, like I had a lot of eating disorder tendencies as well previously, mm-hmm. um, but coming to this, I told myself, I want to work on myself. Mm-hmm. The reason why I'm going into this is to overcome my insecurities and my fears and my unhealthy habits because mm-hmm. I know they're holding me back from happiness. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they were so heavy, you know, like I, every time I look at exercise, I think about exercise, I think about food, I got, I got stressed, I got anxious. Every time I think I thought about working harder, I was like, oh shit, is this enough? Is this enough? Is this enough? You know, mm. just so many habitual um, tie downs that I was just like, I know that everything that I face during this challenge is something that I need to overcome. So, mm-hmm. you know, one day at a time, you know, there were days like I break down and cry mm-hmm. many times walking in the morning and I was thinking, I was just thinking about food mm. and it go on for days. I would just think about food and food and food and you learn how to overcome that interesting you realize yeah. it, it is all in your head mm-hmm. like sometimes we've grown to be so precious that we can't the biggest rejection that we usually face is the one from ourselves mm. now if we learn how to manage that that can be such a powerful tool that you have in life because then you are now fearless yeah. you know nothing that anyone can say or do will waver you because you know what you stand for you know your weaknesses you know your strengths and you you've dealt with it that's how you know you have that confidence yeah I love that and I think like for me personally seeing you Laura you are I I actually perceive you as a mentally strong person I would worry though someone that's probably not into personal development and having that strength Mm -hmm. to do that inner work that if they did you know start this challenge and they become into they they got themselves into an unhealthy cycle and they they couldn't break that. Do you know what I mean? If they didn't have those support networks in place and someone mm-hmm. that was experience, experiencing such a significant, you know, mental health disorder yeah. um, and they, you know, they couldn't control it and they were, they, they could, they had to get through the 75 days and, and that's to an extreme point. So I think it's yeah. amazing. And I love how you did point out earlier that, you know, to seek guidance from a professional, like mm-hmm. if you have a mental health um disorder then you know speak to your therapist speak to your psychiatrist or um you know relevant clinician to to think is this program right for you but i think someone that is in a really you know when you said hit like you hit rock bottom you really need something to to get you out of that and this has actually helped you form healthy patterns along the way Mm. um and it has really like taught you taught you the right things and i guess um i guess some strategies and that mental toughness to get through yeah Definitely. I say it's so much emotion, like it's such a deep, dark place, but all this program really teaches you is that come rain or come shine, we do the work. Mm-hmm. When the day hits, you know, when the clock hits six o'clock, I wake up without having a good day or a bad day. Mm-hmm. And by virtue, that will pull you out of any depression that you have because yes. you're always going forward. Yeah. If anything, it's actually helped me with my mental health so much. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I think the next question is probably going to draw um, on a lot and probably ease a lot of listeners' minds mm-hmm. that 
the two 45-minute workouts, like, you hear that and that sounds pretty excessive, doesn't yeah, it? Like, yeah. you know, hearing that for the first time, you're like, that is not healthy. But let's talk mm. more about that and what that actually means, the 45-minute workouts, the two. All right. So 45-minute workouts, one has to be outdoors. Generally speaking, look, all of us are built differently. Experiences are different. The outdoor workout can be a walk. Right. This program is not meant to grind you into the ground. It's meant to challenge you to do the things that make you feel uncomfortable. But be smart about it. Know where your limits are. And you will. We, we generally, we know where our limits are. Mm-hmm. If your body is feeling really, really exhausted, go for two walks. Mm-hmm. The point is just to challenge yourself that little bit more to do that little thing that you thought you could not do and to come back with the win and say, I fucking did it. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's like changing a weight training program to a, a high intensity program that you didn't think you could do, do five sprints. I don't think I could, I didn't think I could do this, but I'm just going to challenge and push myself. I did five sprints today and you're going to come home happy and you feel feel like, I can do this. Maybe let's try something else tomorrow. And it is the more um, uncomfortable things that you do in your life, the more confidence you get. It's how we grow, isn't it? It is. It's a really powerful feeling. So Mm -hmm. 45-minute workouts, it can be, take it easy if your body is feeling really exhausted. The point is to complete the program Mm -hmm. because for me, Failure is so much more embarrassing than, you know, um, than crossing the finish line at 90%. Mm-hmm. I rather I rather finish the line. So I wanted to make sure that my body was feeling good, having your sleep. By virtue, you have enough water in your day by following this thing. You eat well. Um, yeah, it just makes you a more active person. That's all I'd say. Yeah. You don't have to go for marathon trainings or yeah. do weight training every single day. Yeah. Mm. And thanks for clarifying that because, yeah, like I said... Um, when I heard that for the first time, I'm like, no, like going through and and you'd relate as well. Like, you know, a few years ago when I did go through, you know, overtraining, I'm like, no way, that's not going to help with recovery, but someone, anyone could do this, um, and, and think about these 42, 45 minute workouts differently. You could do yoga in the park. You, you know, you could do some, some stretching, like you could go for these light walks Mm -hmm. or, or jogs or anything. Like it doesn't have to be weight training or anything high intensity. Um, although, you know, if it like, you know, the benefits of that is, is great as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, I love how you've shed light on that. So thank you. So tell us, Laura, yes. what have you learned about yourself throughout the 75 days? Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry if this is such a, the, such a heavy interview today, but it's like, I think if you really do push yourself through this program and everyone's different, the best thing that I've done to start off with is to not have read anyone else's transformation journey. I listened to, I think one or two podcasts on the, um, on Andy's uh, podcast, that the couple of testimonials, people's journeys, but I never went through the hashtags. I wouldn't go through um, Facebook and read anyone's transformation. I think that was the best thing for me because just yesterday I did. And I already found myself comparing my progress to everyone else. Right. And I felt so shit. I was like, why didn't I lose more weight? Why didn't I do more? Mm. But thinking back, if you're someone with that really competitive tendency, um, this will be a challenge that forces you to base your results on your own efforts mm-hmm. instead of anything else because this is as much as I can do today whether you try to do it go overboard with your effort 
there comes a day, that's why there's a reason why I stretched out for so long. Whatever your tendencies are, you will run out of steam. Yeah. And that's when you break down throughout the program and you rebuild yourself mm-hmm. to realize that giving my 100% every day is not all that life is about. Mm-hmm. It's about so much more. And if I break down now, what am I going to do for the rest of the six, you know, like the 50 days left yeah. to go? So, yeah. 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 Um, what I've learned is that um, all my limitations have been built up based on the excuses I give myself. Mm. And the, the more um, you give yourself the same excuses, the more you believe them and then turn into limitations. So, um, yeah, I guess I just start changing the language that you have in your head with yourself. Instead of why can't I do it, how can I do it? Mm, I love that. And it sounds like you have. You've, you know, you've taken so much from the challenge already. Um, and I wonder you know, given how great you're feeling now, Laura, mm-hmm. are there certain things that you're going to carry in, you know, into your life past the challenge? Um, 100%. I think to start this, uh, answering this question off, I feel, I have never felt happier. I just get weird bursts of pure happiness throughout the day doing mm-hmm. the simplest tasks. Um, I can, because I've removed alcohol i've removed sugar which you know kind of messes up your you know your body really um being cleansed of that for so long i can actually feel how my body is meant to feel i feel i have my energy back i can wake up when i'm supposed to i can think clearly like that brain fog that we all have that's just or half of it is gone without caffeine or anything that's amazing and just reading a book makes me so happy just to be able to sit there and be with yourself i've never had that before but it's just brought me so having a routine has brought so much joy because yeah i don't know how to explain it it's it's just giving me goosebumps because it's it's so beautiful to hear laura like the impacts that this program has had on your life to, you know, for your mental health, for your clarity, you know, Mm -hmm. I know that we were doing some reflections a while ago, just on, you know, some of your, how your, your thinking processes have have changed around, you know, your outlook on life and and how you feel about yourself. So as a, as a friend, like it's it's really nice to hear how happy you are. So that's, that's really great. Thank you so much. So there's, I'm definitely going to be continuing on most of the, um, the tasks mm-hmm. throughout uh, throughout my day. Probably I'm going to take a, a break for a little bit just to let my body recuperate and just see how I feel. But this uh, 75 Heart program is part of a year-long program, which is called Live Heart. Mm-hmm. Um, in Live Heart, there's three phases of 30-day... Um, that's three 30-day phases, um, which they are their rules and the tasks to it as well, which me and Pat, we've agreed that we're going to do it soon. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's great. I love that. Uh, any things that, you know, you're looking forward to not implementing? Not implementing. Look, to be honest, I really, really want to explore having the flexibility to do what I want mm. and seeing what I decide to choose. Yeah, I love that. Because now I've got the awareness of what it looks like not doing them. Yeah. But at the same time, if you don't figure these things out for yourself, where's my limit and what do I really appreciate and what do I want in my life, mm-hmm. you'll you'll never figure it out. So yeah. I just really want to, even if it's a tumble, even if it's like a, oh my God, I've done too much now, 
I need to figure out where my limit is and what's a happy medium. Yeah, I love that. And sometimes we don't realize until we take these things away how crap we feel. Like it's the same with, you know, a vitamin or something like that. You know, you don't notice how great you feel while you're taking them, but when you don't take them, you realize. And it's the same with, you know, these parts of, you know, these these parts of the program because you've been doing it for so long now. Mm. You're like, you know, I feel great. I wonder what it's going to be like when I take these away. And you'll find mm. out for yourself if, you know, what the benefits are. Do you know what I mean? Like you already know, but, you know, having that, that break away from it, you'll know if you want to come back to all of that or some of that. So I think that's great. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for doing this um, interview. I know it was your, um, you suggested this interview and I was like, oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait. Absolutely. I was, yeah, I think it's, you know, a, a testament to you, Laura, like for completing it. I think, you know, it shows how, you know, how determined and persistent you are as a person. You know, you're so motivated and when you set yourself to something, you know you can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really wanted to, um, yeah, I wanted to really congratulate you on, on completing this with one one day away mm. um and i want to yeah let the listeners know um yeah help listeners hear and take away a few things from you know your experience on the program laura so before we we do finish up is there any advice that you'd give someone who's thinking about doing a challenge whether that's or program sorry such as 75 hard or or anything else like any any advice any takeaways um, I guess my takeaway would be to be intentional. Don't do it because it's the cool thing to do. Don't do it because I should be getting in mm. shape or I should be tougher. Do it because you want to do it. Um, and one thing that my mom taught me a while ago that I've always, always carried with me is that if you want to figure out what you want to do with your life, mm. do something that you really dislike. For a period of time and you will be surprised at how fast you figure out what you want to do wow that is that's so powerful yeah yeah so that's the um, if you're searching for yourself and you're figuring you're trying to think if is this for me is this not for me the look worst thing that could happen you could fail the challenge <laughs> you know but that itself is for, up, up to you to, to decide. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people finish the, the program in one go. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people try it again and they try it again, try it again. Mm-hmm. The point is, if you do it, that you finish, just like anything in life, that you finish it. Because you're not going to get the results doing it halfway. And you cannot get the perspective that you have on day 75 just by projecting it before your challenge. You will never, you will never complete the picture like that. Um, so you're doing yourself a, a dis, what do you call that? Um, a disservice. Though. There we go. A yeah. disservice by projecting what you will get mm-hmm. because you'll surprise yourself at what you can accomplish. Absolutely. Yeah, that's so true. Mm-hmm. Oh, one more. So tell <laughs> us, what are you going to do on Saturday when you finish the challenge? I've planned it out in my head. <laughs> There's one thing I want is my hot chips yeah, um, <laughs> just a box of hot chips and new pair of Kmart shoes to walk in because they are so flat I could use them as skis I swear oh my gosh well earned that's for sure <laughs> Alrighty. well thanks so much Laura it's been it's been so much fun doing this one I really enjoyed it um hearing your journey and your experiences and hopefully the listeners um also got something out of it I'm sure they have um 
So, guys, um, if you do have any feedback, any questions, um, any suggestions for our next podcast, please reach out to us. Um, Laura, do you want to leave the listeners with our Instagram and where to find us? Sure. So, if you guys want to find us on Instagram, that's probably the best way to get in contact with us. We leave little snippets of our podcast there um, the three to four times a week. So, that's where you can go check us out. At BitGirlThings underscore podcast. At BitGirlThings underscore podcast. You can drop us DMs. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks, guys. <laughs>